You going to start this or am I going to start this? Oh, my goodness. I didn't know. I mean, Brian was saying, <laughs> we were just talking before we record because that's how we work here on uh, Curiosity Continuum. And Brian was saying, oh, do you want to talk about moments of clarity? I'm like, yes, let's talk about that. And then we count down and clap and we sit there, vacant stare <laughs> into the mic. And so really, we're not talking about moments of clarity. We're talking about moments of perceived clarity right uh, <laughs> and i think this is a very important topic right brian like it clarity in your own topic. life and clarity in things you do right you know that's it's a perspective thing and it's where i think something in your mind has a synthesis moment and it clicks kind of or doesn't it. click it clicks or doesn't click so yeah. um Let's put the theme song right about here so you think about the clicking. Yeah, let's talk about this and launch out onto the loop today as we discuss moments of clarity on Curiosity Continuum. I love that you did that because I'm always one that says, like, I, I know. wish you'd say it more. I know. <laughs> I really do. Like, I know. say it more. Cut me off. I know. I just cut you off and I actually felt good about doing it. So You're, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Brian. And this is Josh. Welcome to the podcast for Curiosity Continuum. Curiosity Continuum is an industry-innovating, non-traditional company passionate about growing wisdom in the next generation. We are the essential bridge between the analog and digital worlds by building collaborative communities that unleash the power of adaptive expertise and innovation needed to thrive in the 21st century. We combine and mix essential elements needed to empower people to succeed in new ways not possible outside of a creative, thoughtful, diverse community of fellow curious people. Follow us on your favorite podcast app to receive notifications of new content. And if you like what you hear and want to dive deeper, visit curiositycontinuum.com. Thanks for tuning in. Let's continue the conversation. So we had a little bit longer of a preamble, but a lot of times when you're hearing people's story about moments of like important decision, they go, and it was at that moment I realized something. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was at that time phrase. I realized that, oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be positive or negative things, but what makes that come to that's a kind of a vague question, but really, like, we've all had it. We go, like, is that that moment I realized something? So what really is happening where you think that all of a sudden now these things come together? That's a good question, Brian. Like, I sit there for a bit, and I know Brian's looking at me like, talk, Josh, talk. But I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> part of that is that that problem, right? Like, when does that come together in your mind and coalesce? Like, when does that become, I need to say something, right? right? And I think a lot of times in life, uh, we have moments, like we have, and I really hate to like use this as an example, but there's a, 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 a Brian and I both love the MCU, and there's a spot in Deadpool where like, it's like five or six moments of your life, there are like, very, you know, outwardly moments where you can change the course of your life. You have five or six times, you know, and they make light of it, but it's, it's true. There are certain times in your life when you have a moment of clarity and you have this moment where it's like, 
what I choose now is going to push me for the next five years or 10 years. And as humans, I think we think of that all the time like, oh, I'm 30. I need to think what I'm going to do until now I'm 40 or I'm I'm 40. I'm going to do a 40 or 45 or 50 or whatever. I honestly feel that those moments come at random times sometimes. Um, Like maybe you're like 32nd birthday. You're sitting around going like, oh, I'm doing this, this or this. Or like Brian and I, like we're talking to another entrepreneur and he or she is saying something and we're like, you know what? Yeah, it makes total sense. It's like you caught something and you've kind of woven it. It's like you put a puzzle piece in. It's like, yeah, that's what I need to have happen. You know, Josh recently built this model to kind of show what we're trying to concept as far as a larger um, initiative that we want to do in terms of content discovery and things. And I actually looked up in Wikipedia, like what a neuron looks like, you know, and there's like this little bitty gap in between where like electrical impulses send. But the interesting thing is that like they don't actually touch, right? Like they exist. And then the information sent between them is actually the thing that's causing that synthesis. So I think sometimes you have something that almost drives mental energy or something, or it comes in and sparks something where you didn't know you needed to hear it from that angle. When we talk about the moments of clarity that happen almost like in the moment and then you steer, those are like the decision moments. All of a sudden something makes you realize this is it and you kind of lean into it. Uh, Like Dwayne Johnson, for example, shares a story of when he was getting started in the WWE And there was this moment where he knew, like, when the guy, like, took the fall and, and, uh, you know, one, two, three, you're down. And he shares that moment about how he was, when he had his head down, it looked like he was just kind of laying into the guy. He was like, man, thank you so much. He goes, man, I'm, I'm happy for you. This is your moment. This is your time. And so there was a exchange that happened on the mat. And then, you know, Dwayne Johnson, that was a very pivotal moment before he kind of went on to be who he is now today. More than just a personality in the WWE, he was um, now kind of on his mark uh, to kind mm-hmm. of inflect and be something different, right? One thing I think I need to really just touch on is that there are not infinite opportunities. It doesn't mean that you don't have another opportunity that could present, right? but... It's not like, well, then I'll just catch the next one. Now, I understand from a keeping yourself positive thing, but you may have missed it. And sometimes the moment of clarity comes like, I missed it after you missed it. And that's a real dang crappy thing, but it's a real deal. Right. I mean, I love what Brian just said, because he said there's not infinite opportunities. So when one of these opportunities present themselves... And you're going to know it like you're, it's going to feel different. It's not like somebody asking you, do you want to go to Subway or McDonald's? This is like literally life changing things. And when one of these opportunities come up. You're going to know, do you grab it? And ride it on out like do you grab that tiger by the tail? And that's what that literal mean literally means. Because if you think about it to yourself, do you grab the tiger by a tail? That's kind of dangerous, right? Well, yeah, that's the whole point, <laughs> right? Grab it by a tail, hold on, 
and hope for the best? Or do you just let it go on its way? Now, I literally, I I don't literally think this. I know this. 90% of humans would just let it go on its way. But the 10%, there's 10% of us. And if you're listening to this podcast, I really feel you're in that 10%. Uh, You're the people who realize real opportunity. Like this is something that's different. Something I can like make my mind up on and just be totally different. I even told Brian the other day, I said, I'd rather spend thirty or $40,000 and fail at something than sit there when I'm 80 and say, oh, could I have done that? It's not even about the money. It's yeah. about the opportunity. It's about the cost. It's about the challenge. I want to be better than who I am. And that's what this is all about. The whole thing with CC is challenge who you are to become better. And that's what the moments of clarity are about. They're like, these are the opportunities to challenge myself to become better. But you have to recognize it. And there's not that many times in your life that happens. But it does happen and you got to do it. You know, and part of that, I love that. Because when you have, you're in a community with people, it's a friends or somebody, or it might be somebody that you don't like. There's influences that make you have that moment of clarity. Obviously, like we have all those those quiet moments to ourselves where we can come to it, where you have to sit and ponder. But, you know, nobody is an island. Everybody's getting feedback and things. And sometimes it just takes a little bit to sort it out. And you have to honestly be curious about yourself. Give yourself permission to do that. Recently, as I've talked to my counselor, she said, like, you know, being self-compassionate really starts with allowing yourself to be curious about you. Like, why did I yeah. do that? Loving what is my motivation? you. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. But there are times like, well, this is how I am or this, this is why it is. And you can explain it away. But it's like, but what if you thought about why do I do that? Or why do I react this way? And I say, and then it was at that moment I realized <laughs> something. But it's because you're not, you're not seeing those opportunities just because like you just invented it like on the fly. Like you're you right. a Marvel reference. You're not Dr. Strange. I made an opportunity and there it is for you right there in this little <laughs> container. Those things appear and they appear when they appear. And it is the function of your relationships, a function of how you spend your time and your willingness to grab it. And yeah. so I, if you're not willing to grab it and fail, then you're going to sit there and go, you know what? I had a chance to do this and I didn't do it. And people live in regret. And I've seen nothing more powerful uh, than like regret sometimes at the end of life. People are always parading through. Could I have done this better? Could I have been a better parent? Could yeah. I have done? Nobody, nobody thinks about like, oh, did I, did I make enough money? <laughs> yeah. They're all thinking about like, oh, I didn't ask that question. Or I didn't ask that person to forgive me or forgive that person. Yeah. There's other things that are coming into play because now you're focusing like what's important. And I think the moments of clarity make you realize the importance of something, right? That's, that's a combination of like your values and your experiences and those things that just come your way. That's the time to seize on it. I have a story I want to share yeah. with, uh, it wasn't a moment of clarity per se, but it was a moment that I had to seize on at the time it's a dumb example, and it, you say, like, why would you do that? 
It's like, well, because I wanted to change who I was in something. So years ago, I was actually lived with a Hollywood stuntman. He had a, he had kind of like a little unofficial park of trailers in his backyard. <laughs> and if you know him, he's in uh, the San Fernando Valley and he is still living and legendary what he does. He had all the stunt equipment set up, circus equipment, right? Many people train in his backyard. Well, this is a guy that really got nervous around ladders. Like, if I was just a few up, I'm afraid oh, I'm going to fall over or what's going to happen and things. And I wasn't uh, unreasonably scared of heights, but it always made me jittery. Even if I, like, leaned over, like, four stories, you know, there's, like, a railing. I kind of looked down like, oh, that's kind of scary. Right. I knew that that was something about me that I didn't like. Now, Bob, the stuntman, had a lot of stuff in his backyard, and one of these things was a high fall tower. Now, he still has it up, I'm pretty sure. I haven't been to his house in a while, but you could see this thing kind of far away because it was way high. I think it went as high as 60 feet or something like that right. total. He put a flag at the top. And what would happen is that like you'd climb this ladder tower, and you there was like these <laughs> platforms. It was like the size of maybe two laptops put together at the yeah. biggest. And what the stunt people would do is they would pr- uh, practice their high falls onto the big airbags, right? So they fall forward, and this is how they twist and stuff. Now, I never threw myself onto an airbag, but I was bound and determined to go, like, I'm going to climb this tower and start to like work through my fear of heights, right? I had to choose at that moment. This is an opportunity for me to go do it. And some of those things aren't like a, uh, the opportunities go like, oh, this is like, really good feeling sometimes like oh i have to do this you know, I, cl- <laughs> I i lived at his house for three months during an internship right yeah and i went up the ladder and like i'm like oh crap oh crap oh crap oh crap and i would force myself to turn around about that time i think the high fall tower was there must have been a stop at maybe 30 feet or something right sure i mean i was up there and at that time there was no airbag but i forced myself to sit up there like for about 10 to 15 minutes a night and just like sit up there, admire the view, spend some time, try to clear my head and condition myself for that, right? And came back down the ladder. And I, when I left California, that fear was not there. And the reason it was, wasn't there as much. And now I climb up ladders. And even if the ladder starts to fall, I'm like, oops. But it doesn't phase, it doesn't phase me because I said like, if I don't do this now, like in this way, like I'm going to be even more scared as I go along. Right. Right. It was a forced moment. Like, I'm like, this is my opportunity to work on this. So the roundabout way of sometimes those moments of clarity come and you realize there's a lot of work or something that's going to require of you. That's really uncomfortable. Right. It's what those are usually. It's about the uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. So sometimes it's not the bright shining star of like, this is your moment and you're going to become rich and famous. Sometimes it's just, I just did something that now I can do the rest of my life in a more functional, better way. Yeah. And I think like, I think that's an awesome place to kind of leave this at, right? Like it's not always about what's just easy. It's about what has to be. You have a choice. Like you can do it or you don't. But if you don't, you might be thinking of your whole life. Could it have been this? Could I have done that? Could I have, you know, had this opportunity? Could I have had that that chance? Well, you might not ever know. And so 
the moments of clarity are there for you to make those decisions. And I think it's easier, and Brian does too, I think, if like we make those ahead of time. Like when those when those opportunities arise, we're going to grab them. We're going to grab the tiger by the tail because guess what? I don't really want to know what it's like not to have tried that. Now, I might die doing it, but I'm going to do it and I'm going to hold on. And when that tiger comes at me, I'm going to juke to the left, juke to the right. <laughs> you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's going to work. It's going to work, Brian. It's going to work <laughs> because I got no choice. And I think a lot of people need to do that with their lives. Like, I'm not saying literally go into a zoo and grab a tiger. I'm saying grab the opportunity that you feel you can't do, but you want to Some, do. Something, you know? the only part of that control is your ability to choose. Sometimes yeah. those things will be out of your control and you don't know. It is an unpredictable set of circumstances. Sometimes it brings it to your door. Hopefully you'll be the person that says, yes, I'm curious about that. And yes, uh, I don't know everything, but yes, I'm going to try that because this is the moment when I know this is my time. Yeah. On that note, I think we need to kind of like put a comma here, huh, Brian? Do it. So I want you to end it. So I want you to say this is Josh. And then well, I already <laughs> said I put a comma here, right, Brian? No, no, no. I want you to say your name, right, right, Josh. So should yes. I send it like that? Yes, right, Josh. Okay. You say, and then I say, yep, and this is Josh. And this is Brian. For Curiosity Continuum. <laughs> I was trying to tee it up for you, Brian. I, I, you know what? I missed that. I was not clear. Now everyone gets a, a little snippet into our friendship. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Love you, mean it. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Bye.